have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on. Or you can even search for a podcast and say, I want to I want to guest on your podcast. I think we'd be a good match. So if you want to do this, you can go to our unique link, which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H.com forward slash reality, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A. And you can be a guest on our podcast. Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we're going to be discussing The Other Way. So, before we do hop into The Other Way, I have some hot thoughts that's just in hot off the press, but this is what we have. So, it has been announced that Cleo and Christian have broken up. Is it bad for me to celebrate? But I'm celebrating on the inside because she deserves so much better than him. So yeah, they have broken up. And Cleo wrote on her Instagram as follows. She says, I know a lot of people want to know and keep asking, but Christian and I are no longer together as we could not deal with the the complexities of a long-distance relationship while on such a public scale. Please respect our privacy. Please understand I love him, and I always will love him. Um, I don't regret the fact he came into my life. I was hoping we could be a happily ever after but we have very different personalities and emotional needs. And that was excruciatingly painful for both of, for both of us. Uh, okay. This isn't because we don't love each other. He will forever be in my heart. We've supported each other a lot in this, in this past year and a half. I wish him all the best. I will love him forever. Neither of us are perfect and very insecure. Please don't send him any hate. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't waste my time sending him any hate. And I hope my listeners feel the same. But he does deserve it. Whoever decides to give him hate. But anyway, that's that. So I hope I wish her the best. 
I hope she heals from this in a way that is constructive and conducive for her. And um, I wish for him to fall into the pits of hell. So that's it for hot gods. So I don't have any hot, um, sorry, memes to discuss on the episode, but I will be posting the memes on our socials. They probably be up tonight as I'm recording and you'll be getting this the next day. Um, so they'll all be there, but that's it for anything on top of the episode. Again, I actually want to, for those people who maybe don't listen to the Golden Bachelor episodes or don't watch the Golden Bachelor episodes, it'll feel like they can really get into it. Um, I actually did a guest I had a guest on the Golden Bachelor episode. Her name is Meryl. We had her on and it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with it. So you can definitely go and listen to the Golden Bachelor episode. It is up now um, and take part in that. We might have her for a future episode of the Golden Bachelor. And yeah, but yeah, let's jump into the reason that we are here the other way season five episode 16 fuller house y'all don't even try at least with the other ones they've been like playing on things but y'all just land on fuller house that's a show i never actually finished watching anyway let's go into brandon and mary so they're going to be getting married in two weeks they tell us and they are shopping together for their tux and her wedding dress, which is sure, fine. Um, and he, she says that, you know, he may not be helping in the house as much, you know, as she would like him to, but at least he is not yelling anymore. Wow, the bar is so low. So, so, so very low. Um, she is now five months pregnant and I don't even know how I feel anymore about her being pregnant and potentially pregnant again. But, um, anyway, so everything together, they pick out a tux, she picks out a dress, everything together is going to cost 8,600 Philippine pesos, which equals... I believe it's 152 US dollars. If they can afford this now since they have begun selling cell phones at their shop. She says that with the buying of the cell phones, selling of the cell phones, they're now making a profit of a thousand Philippine pesos, which equals 18 US dollars. And she says that, you know, they're not financially perfect right now, but they're, they're stable, which is, which is great. Brandon says that he would prefer to have a simple wedding. He doesn't really want to have a venue. That way they can save money. But she says having a big wedding here in the Philippines is a normal thing to do. So it will look kind of weird if they didn't do that. So okay so they're gonna have a big wedding 
And she says, we can do it. We can handle it financially speaking. And then we also then find out here that his mom will be at the wedding. So they're in the next scene we see with them, they are catching frogs and they're going to be cooking frog adobo. So he tells us the story about how when he, I don't know if it's kind of when he first got there or at some point, they told him when they gave him quote unquote chicken adobo, they said it was baby chickens and he thought it tasted so good. It was amazing. He loved it. And then they ended up telling him after the fact that it was actually frogs, but he said he loved it. So great. So what they ended up what they end up doing is they actually go out into the field and they catch frogs the old-fashioned way. We actually did not to eat, but we actually we have like a cons- conservation type area in my in my area, um, and we don't have a whole lot of that. But this is one area, and when I was in grade four, so I would have been eight nine. My teacher took us to catch frogs so we could have pet frogs. And I guess it was to teach us responsibility of feeding something. I don't know, because we would all be responsible at some point to feed the frog, the crickets that were bought at the pet store. So, yeah, I I never touched a frog nor caught the frog, but I was definitely there while others did. Anyway. So this is what they're doing. They caught 15 frogs. And yeah, at one point you just kind of see them. I think it's her her brother and I think a friend. I'm not too sure. But you basically just see them at one point. You don't actually see it happening, but it's implied that they are killing the frogs right there on this piece of wood. uh, Which I guess makes sense. Otherwise they could just jump away. Anyway. Um, so they're going to be cooking this for his mom as a prank. Do similarly to her, what was done to him. And I don't know if this is a good idea. This feel, but again, this is more him doing it. I don't think Mary is fully on board with this idea. I think she is a little concerned about his mom not really liking the prank and potentially thinking it's her fault this potentially happened but it is coming from him but i do feel that level of here's the chicken feet family chantelle you know what i mean so i'm a little concerned as to what his mom say but i can tell you right now if i found out that i had frogs i wouldn't be happy i don't care where the frogs are coming from something to do with that I just don't want to eat frogs. There's just some animals I don't want to put in my mouth. Anyway, so then, as we know, Mary and his mom hate each other. And we got that clip from the beginning of the episodes um, or the season. But Brandon is hoping that all can be good between them. How? How would things be good between them? I think he has to understand that his mom doesn't have to... to like her by any means. And I don't even think she respects her by any means. 
And that's a tough thing because I don't know what happens when she does become your wife and she is the future mother of your child currently, but you're also children, your babies. So it's just like, I don't even, I don't even know how you go about that. I really don't. But you can't just ex- hope or and not actually do anything to make that happen. You know what I mean? Um, but at one point, and Mary's in the moment, she actually calls his mother a bitch. Or that she, you know, treats, like she acts like a bitch towards her. And I said, I'm not saying that that's not, that's not the way to go about things. Because I think, but again, I think she's too young to realize her her mistakes in this. Maybe things will change when she becomes a mother. But I also don't think that will. God bless her children when they grow up and they decide to find love in some way. She's going to be a monster of a mother-in-law in her future. But I think, I think she just needs to realize that you are not perfect little girl, really and truly. And you are responsible for the reason it is the way it is. And his mother is just reacting to how you've acted. Now, can his mother control her reactions to things? 100%. The only person she can't control is herself and her reactions. Same way Mary can do the same for herself. But at the same time, like, I don't know, this is such a sticky situation because this is a mother who hasn't always been much of a mother to her children, but is trying now and was incapable of doing that because here is this person who is a child in comparison to her and is millions, like not millions, but thousands of miles away. And she's creating this wedge between her and her son. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I didn't like that. But Mary says to Brandon that she just wants to ensure that Brandon is going to be on her side when it comes to his mother. And that's such a awkward situation to put him in. That's his mother. And although they have a very rocky and very strained relationship, I think deep down he wants to have that strong bond with his mother. We saw that when he left. He really wants that, I think. But for But for him, again, this is, again, the future, his future wife, his future mother of his children, the person he considers the love of his life. So I don't really know what would happen. But next thing, Brandon's mom is going to be here real, real soon. So we do find out that his mother does know that Mary is pregnant. And we kind of now see his his mom and she says that she is really cautious about this. Um, but at the same time, she is speaking truths here because she says like, they're too young. They just got here. They, um, 
you know, have their own issues they still need to deal with, the insecurities, the the trust, all of those things are still problems that she feels in their relationship, which I think we can all agree. And it's just too soon. And I 100% agree with her on that. But again, she is trying to be cautious with how she handles things and how she approaches things because she doesn't want to have friction between her and Brandon um, and wants to be able to make sure she can probably have that line of communication still open with him in case he ever needs something from someone. So I hope his godparents are coming, but I guess we'll find out when the time comes. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I I get it. I get it for her. It's such a probably a tough place to be in. But anyway, we see Mary is miserable per usual. And so then they drive in the taxi and they go to pick up his mother. And always hear Mary say as they get too closer to her, to his mother, is that, whoa, she's so white, Mary. <laughs> oh my god there are some people who are transparent but i still but again i think again your complexion um but everyone's very different so for her to say whoa she's so white is this and of course his mom didn't hear that at that point but that's just so uncalled for but Anyway, so then they go and they say their hello and they hug and Brandon, they did shake hands, um, mom and Mary, but Brandon kind of says a hug, hug, and that didn't happen. But his mom says the look in Mary's eyes is a look of someone who doesn't like me, but she's right. It's 100% sure, or I, I don't know if actually she said that or Mary said that. I think mom said that, but it's true. None of neither of these women like the other. Just don't. Anyway, one or the other. This probably was Mary says she doesn't trust her. Um. Then his mom, in front of Mary, which I didn't like this, literally says, "Oh, the poverty level is is a concern." Okay. You can't be that. I know it's, I think for anyone who isn't used to seeing poverty being what it is in the other countries can be shocking. But to say it in front of the person who lives there, where this is her home and now your son's home, it's kind of tone deaf. So I, I didn't like her saying that in front of Mary, I think that would leave a really bad taste in anyone's mouth. And as we see for next week, it will be worse. Um, because Brandon really seems somehow, again, I think he comes from a different place because he's been in really horrible situations because, because of his mom. I don't know if his mom has ever been in a situation. Again, we don't know. We don't know her, her history and her past. But I don't know if she's ever really been in a situation where she had to live the way that Brandon did. So it will be interesting to see that. But 
So Mary thinks that his mom is a mean girl. I don't think you're much different. But anyway, um, mom says a relationship with Mary isn't going to happen. And that's the thing that I also don't like. You can't put your child in a situation where he feels like he has to choose because at the end of the day, he isn't going to choose his mother because his mother didn't choose him when she needed to. So I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even fault him for never choosing her, but don't put your child in a situation where he feels like he does have to choose and try hash shit out. If you need to hash shit out, talk and figure out where maybe where Mary is coming from, or maybe Brandon's coming from, figure out those things. And maybe from that, you guys can create some sort of foundation for a relationship and some point in the future. You don't have to be buddies. You don't have to be best friends. You don't have to love each other or anything like that, but there should be some ground to walk on because there is going to be a child involved in this, whether we like it or not. But yeah, that's it for Brandon and Mary for this week. Next, we have Sarper and Shekina. So... She kind of is going to be going over to see her sister after the fiasco that was that. Um, and I think we did talk about that. I think that was in the last episode that I covered, actually. So, um, to learn her hotel. And she feels like he deserves more of a chance than what he ended up getting from, what's her name? Shanae, whatever the hell, her sister. Sarper says he would like to have another chance, and Jekina wants that too. This is what she's telling her sister. And she says, you know, because you didn't get to see the connection that me and Sarper had. And yes, Shariah says, I didn't see it because it's not there. Now, I'm confused by this relationship as much as you are, Shariah, and I think the rest of the world is as well. However, it is on up to you to tell her what kind of connection she may or may not have with Sarper. It's on up to you to tell her whether or not she should be in this relationship or not. She's a grown-ass woman. She can make her decisions, and you should support her whatever decision she ends up making. I know that might be hard sometimes, but at the end of the day, you need to. So, yeah, just let her do what she needs to do. You don't gotta like Sarper. By any means, I don't fucking like Sarper. But you can't just sit there and say, oh, there's no connection. That's, that's, that's not fair. And that's an, not a, probably a very true statement to make. If someone told me that I didn't have a connection with my partner, I would literally say, don't talk to me because you don't know what you're talking about. Unless you live today in my shoes, don't say anything. So, but again, I also think that this is a pattern for Shekinah. And I think that Shariah is probably used to this. Shekinah says, I think it's about the questions that were asked. And Shariah 
agrees to meet up with him, but then also says like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like I'm asking these questions, trying to get to know him. No, you're asking him about his social fucking media. That's not getting to know him really and truly him. We don't, but again, we don't know this fucking person because we haven't learned a damn thing about this person. Like nothing is grounding these two. And I don't feel like Shekinah is the, a Shekinah sister is a good example of trying to ground maybe her daughter. I think even maybe meeting her ex-husband was was good. I think we do know a little more about her than we do about Sarper, but I feel like I don't know this person. I need a little more, but Shirai says that her opinion is not going to change. She says you can't change a first impression of someone, and that is very, very true. And then we are at the meeting of these three again. And Sarper says, listen, I know it can be offensive. Okay. He says he feels ashamed of his reaction. And he says that he cares about Shekinah and he wants and needs to make a better impression before Shariah leaves. And he tells her that he feels guilty about last night. He knows he needs to change and he will do his best. She says she doesn't, she didn't mean to make him feel uncomfortable the night before, but she just feels that there are still questions and like, why are you hiding your relationship online? And says that she deserves to be respected. I think again, the fact that he isn't showing shit on fucking Instagram doesn't help the issue of her being respected. How about the fact that he's been weighing your sister every day to make sure she's at the the goal weight of 128 pounds. Wouldn't that help with the respect situation? These people need a fucking life. Um, so he says when it comes to posting, he wants to post. And you know what? I'm going to post tonight. He says in his in the moment that he's planning something, but was the plan the post? Because I felt like something was missing, personally. Anyway, his, her sister says that things did go better this time around, but I still have concerns. And she feels that he is immature, 100% agree. But then he asks Shariah um, if she can take a photo of them together, him and Shekinah, um, so that he can post it. So he's going to be doing a post. Spoiler alert, no, he's not. We'll get to it at the end of the episode. But that is it for Sarper and Shekinah. Do you want to spice up your love life? Well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop, where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner or just for yourself. 
for solo play. You can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie or protection, or even just something to make it a little more fun, like games or novelty things. You can do all of this by going to Love Shop, and you can use our unique coupon code REALITYT2 to get 10% on anything your hearts desire. So that's loveshop.ca, L-O-V-E-S-H-O-P dot C-A, and use our unique coupon code REALITY2, that's R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A, and the number 2. So, we are going to be doing Armando and Kenny first, since it's very, very short, and we're going to save the best for last. So, Kenny and Armando, they're heading back to Mexico City. And they're going to be going to the surrogacy clinic in order to pick their egg donor. And they are told that they have to pick five different women. And the the medical parts of things will do the rest in terms of who is the best candidate for, for them. Um, Kenny says that he never thought that he would be picking out women as a gay man, but here you are. Because again, like he never actually went through this process before when he had his his kids before he or hers, his friend offered to do it. So yeah, he's never actually done this before. So and then they're kind of just going through the different people, picking out who they like. And at one point Kenny says, she's different looking. Next. Duck lips. Next. Next, next, next. The women's eyes go wide. Who's helping them with this? Because she's like, wow, you're really picky. But at the same time, she actually says, like, this is nothing. They're making my life easier. Um so then Kenny says, if we ever want a three he's a three-way, but I'm assuming threesome, um, then they could. Great. And then, then I think at one point Kenny was kind of like, well, her nose is a little weird or something like that. And I was like, I like her nose. Um, and then again, also Kenny says, I'm learning with this process that me and Armando actually like the same type of women. <laughs> um, but now they've picked their five. So that process is over now. The next step is that they are told they are going to be meeting their potential egg donor. And that's it. Really quick with them, as as usual, honestly. But that's it for Armando and Kenny. So let's jump into the fun, the fun, DJ and Kimberly. So they are starting the wedding ceremonies, ceremonies. And that starts at 7 p.m. Guys, buckle up for those who didn't watch this episode. So anyways, start of the wedding procession. And TJ says it's going to be a long night. 
Lisa's long day, but the day is over. It's a long night. Um, so for the ceremony, so for the first ceremony, sorry, the family, while they're doing the procession, is kind of dancing um, while the husband is being carried um, by horse. He just says that his family are bad dancers. Wow. He's very particular with the dancing. So he says when he gets off the horse um, at the other procession, which again, we do see this, um, he will be greeted by Kim's parents. Um, and they kind of see them like putting, I don't know exactly what it was, if it was garland or something of that, but they put something, her, her dad put something around him when he gets there. And, um, he says that the bride's mom pinches the groom's nose. So we see her, her stepmom pinching his, his nose. And this is meant to be a sweet tradition, I actually want to know why. I, I wish he elaborated a little more. Um, but um, then we see fireworks around him. Um, and then we see Kim. I thought she looked absolutely amazing what she was wearing, but this is not the only outfit that she has. At one point, I think she's wearing more yellow at one point. I think she had like, I don't know if it was two or three other changes, but I thought she looked absolutely incredible. She said that was her favorite um, so far. So she tells us in India that the bride's siblings would be the ones to walk her down the aisle, but her siblings aren't there. I don't know if they were ever meant to be there or if they couldn't be there or whatever. But she says that her father is going to be the one walking her down. She does say for her that the important part of having her father be the one is that she wanted to be able to hold on to some, at least one Western tradition, which was her father walking her down the aisle. However, it wasn't just her father walking her down the aisle. There was a few different people of his family that was carrying this kind of, um, I don't know the right term to use, but like, uh, not canopy, but like this, this thing above her and him that, um, that's, they were all kind of like walking underneath though. And then there was also the people I'm sure holding this up. She wasn't too thrilled about that she wanted to have that moment alone with her father and wasn't able to have that. But she says when she gets there and she sees TJ that all of that worry and upset or anything like that just kind of goes away, which is how it's meant to be for sure. Um, so then TJ tells us that the first thing that happens is that the bride and the groom exchange what he calls Jamala, I believe is what he said, um, which is the commencement of the marriage. So I think that was the 
like change up the garlands, I believe. Um, so then the next scene we see with them is it's 10 p.m. and gifts and photos are now happening. Tito says, with the exchange of the garlands, which was before, they are now married in the eyes of the public, but they are not yet officially married until all of the until all of the rituals are done with the family, which would be happening later that night. So he does talk about the astrology aspect of things, that things have to be calculated um, when it comes to the planets and, and stuff like that. So because of that, there is a particular timing for which they have to do all of these rituals, be officially married. Um, and for them, that is going to be between midnight and 4 a.m. And he does say that, you know, times can be different depending on the couple and the families and whatever, um, the days even. But he also says, I think what's probably most important is that it is based on the birth charts of them, um, as well as the marriage charts as well. So it's 11.05 PM and the groom is, he tells us, is seen as a uh, Vishnu. Yeah, Vishnu. And you kind of, you know, welcome him as the bride's dad would be washing his feet. Um, because again, he's be seen as Vishnu, God. And then it's 1245. And then we see it's 1.15, and they're putting on the Sarah, Sarah? So I, yeah, I can't, I don't think I got that right by any stretch of the imagination. But he goes on, so yeah, the Sarah, so it's with these garments that went on the side of their, of their head, and it was beautiful. And it, for for him, it goes on the right side for him, and then for her, it went on the left side. And we find out here that this is called Seven Promises, I believe. Um, and he says that now your souls are combined as one. That was beautiful. Now it's two twenty three <laughs> in the morning, and we kind of see them going around. Um, the, I think I said fire, I believe. And then Kim says, you know, if she was getting married in the States, it would have been, you know, not this long, but it been really quick. And she says that I would probably be having sex by now. Fair. Yeah. Or sleeping. Maybe even sleeping. <laughs> Um, but now it's 3.37 in the morning and they're talking about elephants and salts and then elephants with yellow rice. And Kim was just like, huh? He just kind of laughs at this because he understands she's a little confused as I am. This is 
what you do. So now it's 4.05 in the morning and she just yawns at this point, kind of in the middle of the ceremony. She's tired, y'all. Like it's been a long fucking day. But at least now it's over because now they are officially married. Congratulations. It's going to go downhill. But yeah, that's basically it for the other way for this week. So it looks like I actually forgot to write down the next time on this week. But basically, from my memory, we see Kim and TJ are going to be going through the kitchen to introduce her to what her life will now become. And I believe we see Brandon's mom freaking out over a spider in the house. We see Shakana and Sarper getting into an argument over this fucking post that he promised the post and he never posted who gives a shit but that's all I can remember from this episode but yeah that's it for this week um for the other way so if you like what you heard please share reality tea times two with everyone in your life that's gonna help with our growth and we really want to grow this podcast. Another way you can grow it is by also rating and reviewing us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The links to those podcast links to the Spotify and Apple Podcasts will be in the show notes. You can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps, but if there is an app that you don't see us on, that you want to see us on, please let me know and I can get that up on my podcast app. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube by going to Reality Tea Times 2. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by connecting with us on either Facebook at Reality Tea Times 2 or Instagram and threads at Reality Tea Times 2 Podcast. You can also email us. We would love to hear from you. If you want to guest on the podcast at some point, whether we talk about your favorite show or just get to know each other, you can email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com and you can make that request and we can talk and we can figure that out. So you can email us at that email. We have a new website where you can get links to everything. You can get links to our Facebook page, Instagram page, threads, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything your heart's desire, as well as we do now have a Discord. So you can you can follow us and talk to us on the Discord app. You can get all of that information at the website. And the website is www.solo.to forward slash reality t times two. I also have a new podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcast. And you can either listen to us at YouTube at the link that's going to be in the show notes. I believe that is Next Take Podcast. And you can also 
go to our website. There you can have all the links to all of our social medias, email, everything. Our episodes as well will be at the website, which is www.solo.to forward slash next take podcast. All of the information, everything that I have just said will be in our show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye. you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with Aludu, you can create clips, you can do your ads, thus like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by the clicks of buttons. You can also use Aludu to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Aludu by using our unique link, which you can find on our show notes, just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to an easy software.